Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Morning, Good morning, Russell. everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Father. Because you are, so we are. Because of what you do for us, we enjoy the life that we have. We thank you, Father, that you do not leave any stone unturned for all the love that you pour out on us. You call us each one by name to be with you. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to start our day with you, with our Father, with our King, with our Maker, with the God who is ever so merciful, with the King who laid down his life for us, led from the front, showed how much he cares for us and how much he loves us, that he taught, thought it worth giving up all that he had just for our sake. And when we come to you in prayer and we make our request known with all our supplication, the first thing that you give us is that peace that surpasses all understanding. You fill our hearts with your joy so that when we look at that joy compared to that joy, all other suffering, all other worry looks small, insignificant. Jesus taught us to focus on that joy to focus on him and not on the storm around us. We thank you, Father, for your peace. What you give, no man, no spirit can take away. We share that peace, that joy that comes out of this communion with you. We share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this prayer group, this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that do not have anyone to pray, all those that do not know how to pray, all those that have never known you and all those that do not want to know you, all those that are called by your name and are yet to know the dimensions, the very presence of their father that goes with them every single day and yet goes unnoticed, taking things for granted. We ask for mercy, we ask for forgiveness for that poor attitude. For we have shown it ourselves as well, Father, many times and continue to. We do not live out of our revelation, but out of things that we believe are our birthright. We ask forgiveness for all our failures. Our failure to come towards you, our failures when we've hurt you and we've hurt others. Our failure when we've fallen short of your instruction. Our failures when we have been disobedient and we have rebelled against your will that you have expressly told us to do. We acknowledge your presence in this prayer, Father. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart. We lean not 
on what our limited human understanding carries and brings to the table. But on the revelation that you grant us through your word and through your spirit. And so as we pray, we call on your name, the name of our maker, the name of the creator of the universe, the El Shaddai, the omnipotent, the omniscient, the omnipresent, the rock of ages, the rabbi, the teacher, the father. And we pray in the name of Jesus, the son, who taught us faith, who taught us to call God our father, the word himself, the incorruptible seed, the one who possesses the key to David, the key of David, that what he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. And yet he himself says to us, I give you the keys to the kingdom. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of Jesus, the spirit of resurrection, the spirit of victory, the spirit of truth, the spirit of the living God, the father of light, the one who heals a backsliding, the one who gives life to our mortal body so that we are transformed from living in the flesh to becoming a quickening spirit just like the second Adam. We thank you, Father, for this gift of that life in the spirit. For the gift of family, of friends, of destiny helpers, all those that you have placed in our lives, including every single member of this prayer group. For all the value that they bring to so many other lives that they testify of your presence to that they share your gospel too. And there are lives that are transformed. There are healings that take place when they pray. We thank you, Father, that you are gracious and ever full of mercy, that you always hear and answer their prayer. We thank you, Father, that you have given us your covenants through your word. And your word, you do not change. You are unchangeable. That which you have spoken is your law. We thank you, Father, that you provide food on our table. That you give us our daily bread through your word, feeding our spirit too. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the opportunity of prayer. Whereby we are able to connect with you in our spirit, to become one spirit with you. So that everything that is not of you can be washed clean from there. You give us your wisdom, your understanding. You pour faith into our hearts. Your gifts you give us. Every spiritual gift in the heavenlies that we need in order to live that life of abundance. Every spiritual law and principle that we need. You make that known to us, Father, as we study your word more and more and we come to you with that spiritual hunger. So that the life of abundance that Jesus said he came to give that life might be ours. And today we reflect on the dimension of you that provides for all our needs. We shall reflect on the covenant name that Abraham referenced in Genesis 22 verse 8. 
when he called god yehova yire or in english version some call it jehova jire the hebrew version of the bible calls him elohim yire the god who provides let's look at context and reflect on what the bible is pointing to here abraham following god's instruction took isaac his son to a mountain in the land of moriah to offer him as sacrifice genesis 22 verse 6 to 8 are critical in this context now genesis 22 verse 6 says abraham took the wood of the sacrifice and laid it on isaac that is isaac carried it on his back and they went up the mount now this is of significance and we will get back to it later why did abraham put the wood on isaac's back and isaac said to him as they reached up behold the fire and the wood but where is the lamb for the burnt offering and in verse 8 abraham said god will provide himself a lamb later they found a ram caught in a bush and sacrificed it instead of his son but what is the significance of this story isaac's question in verse 7 is key but where is the lamb and this question is answered by john the baptist in the gospel of john chapter 1 verse 29 john saw jesus coming unto him and said behold the lamb abraham offered a substitutionary sacrifice of the ram in place of his son god the father offered a substitutionary sacrifice of jesus in place of barabbas now barabbas the name as well has that significance bar means son in hebrew and abba is father so bar abba is son of the father jesus the lamb was offered in place of the son of the father in faith abraham he was offered in place of the jews god's chosen race of people sons of the father and the son of abraham in faith here is each of us it wasn't just barabbas the person the lord provided the lamb jesus for that sacrifice and that sacrifice covers our sin when we like abraham believe believe in him in jesus so when abraham said god will provide himself a lamb it was actually a prophecy about jesus to be fulfilled 2000 years later what is the significance of it being a burnt offering a burnt offering was an effort to renew the relationship between holy god and sinful man noah offered a burnt offering after the whole world was destroyed by flood 
Abel offered a burnt offering of his crop. And the book of Leviticus explains the instructions for it from God. Leviticus 16 talks about burnt offerings and sin offerings. A sin offering offered for atonement of sin. And Jesus was both of those offerings for us. The burnt offering to restore relationship, the sin offering for atonement. Now let's look at a comparison of the journeys of Isaac and Jesus. Both carried the wood for the sacrifice themselves as they climbed the mountain with their father. Many scholars believe that the mountain in the land of Moriah, referenced in Abraham's story, is the exact same Golgotha. The symbolism of Isaac's journey is that Abraham there represented God the Father, Isaac as Jesus the Son, and the wood that Isaac carried as the cross that Jesus would carry as he climbed up the mount. The wood for the sacrifice. The fire for the sacrifice being the Holy Spirit. And as we have seen in another way earlier, when looking at it from a different angle, Isaac also represents us, the spiritual sons of Abraham in faith, for whom the substitutionary sacrifice was made. And how does Yehovah Yireh apply in our context? We have seen the sacrifice part of it in Jesus. But there's more. And the answer lies in these verses. Philippians 4 verse 19 says, God shall provide all our needs in accordance with his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. Not without him. Through him. So it is not enough for us to claim that scripture and say, oh, my God shall provide all my needs. If it, is says, if it says through him, and I'd like us to underline that, we need to factor that in when we pray that verse. Romans 8 verse 32, a very important one, says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him? also freely give us all things. Again, with him, with Jesus. And in John 1 verse 4, it says, in him, that is in Jesus was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. So in God's kingdom, everything is provided through him, with him, and in him. And so Jesus said in John 10 verse 7, I am the door. I shall conclude by going back to Romans 8 verse 32 because this sums up the provision that God has made for us. And it says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, 
he gave off everything, did not even hold his only son back. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Freely give us all things with him, not some things. And so Hebrews 4 verse 16 advises us when we need to pray, when we are in need, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, knowing all the above that we have discussed. Let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy, atonement for sin, and find grace, restore our relationship so that we might find help in our time of need. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. The Elohim Yireh or Jehovah Jireh. Father, we thank you that you make all provision available to us through Jesus. You have given him as the door everything that we need and when we ask in his name we know that it will be done for us he is the key to all that provision that you have kept in store for us the children of your inheritance the children of abraham in faith the one whom you blessed and said all he that he would be blessed for generations and it is his blessings that we have received when all the curses are taken away by Jesus dying on that cross for us, becoming a curse for us, hanging on that tree. Thank you, Father, that none of your systems have ever been ignored. Throughout the Bible, in the Old Testament and the New Testament, the systems that you have set up have always been fulfilled. The one that was demonstrated by Abraham and Isaac going up to the mount. Jesus fulfilling it through his journey to the mount and being crucified on the cross. All of that aligning with your systems that you have given us in Leviticus 16. We thank you, Father, that you do not ignore us. But when your heart feels so much for us, how can we live in short, shortage? When you, our shepherd, are willing to lay down your life for us, willing to bankrupt heaven and give everything, give us angels, give us all provisions as well. How can we lack? Help us understand what is missing from our part. For if you have made all the provision and have not held anything back, then surely if we are living in shortage, there is something that we are missing, there is something that we are ignorant of, there is something that is not following your systems, your instruction. Help us understand, Father, what that instruction is for us through your word. To study it in accordance with where our need is. To understand what provision you have made for that kind of need. And then to utilize that as a law knowing that when we abide with it, when we fulfill the conditions in it, the law must be fulfilled and upheld. It will not be broken. 
We ask for that wisdom, that understanding in our spirit, Father. We ask for that edification. We also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families, our friends. For all the requests that have been made on this prayer group, especially those that are battling sickness, disease. Those that are hospitalized that will undergo surgeries. For it is by the stripes and the wounds of Jesus. And him hanging on that tree. That every curse of the law has been removed and the accuser has no more an opportunity. And they are completely healed. For this is what your word says. We claim that healing over their lives by the blood of Jesus. We pray in a special way for all families as well that are undergoing separation. Where the enemy seeks to steal your peace and love that you have filled into that homes when you join them together as one. Lord, we invite you into these homes. Knowing that when you enter in, you sup and you dine with them. And when the God of love enters in, that season, that atmosphere must change to that of love. We ask for your anointed presence to fill these homes, Lord, the ones that we now pray for. That what you have joined together, let no man and no spirit divide. We pray in a special way for all those that are yoked under any kind of curse, any kind of witchcraft or wizardry. Those that are kept pressed down to the ground where whatever they do in their life doesn't seem to work. Those that are living under the curse of the law and not understanding where the issue is. Father, we commend them to the blood of Jesus. We apply the blood of Jesus over their lives. We ask for your anointing to come down and touch these lives, Father. We lay hands on them in the spirit, especially the ones that we now pray for. And we pray in a special way for all those that are struggling to get jobs and aren't getting anything. For all those that are battling any kind of addiction and can't seem to free themselves from it. For all those that ever seem to be falling into trouble one after the other and nothing good coming in their lives. For all those that feel their lives are a waste and want to give it up in suicide. For all those that have lost hope and do not see any light at the end of the tunnel. They have given up. Father, we surrender each of these, our brothers and our sisters, at your altar. We hold on to the horns of your tabernacle, knowing that anyone that holds on to the horns of this tabernacle is granted indemnity and safety. And we come by the rod of our priesthood. We ask for your protection. And in your name, Jesus, we declare every such chain of the curse of the law broken by the blood of Jesus. We declare every chain of witchcraft and wizardry broken by the blood of Jesus. 
In your name, Jesus, we come against every evil spirit, wicked spirit sitting on their gates of their destiny, seeking to keep them locked in by the power of your name. Under your authority, we force open those gates of their destiny. By the power of prophecy, we connect them with the provision that you have made available for them, the plans that you have for them, as you have said in Jeremiah 29:11. We activate their destiny, help us to step forward and connect them with that plan. Connect them with that abundance. We pray in a special way for our own families and our personal needs as well. And in a special way for all those that are not yet saved, that have not yet received the baptism, the birth in the spirit, have not yet been activated in their spirit and connected with you, Father, through the gift of salvation. Quicken them, O Lord, and they shall call on your name. And everyone that calls on your name shall be delivered. This is your word. We cry out for that life of our brother, our sister. We thank you, Father, that you have heard us. You have heard our cry. You do not ignore it. You always hear us. And you listen to our prayer. When we release our faith now, joined with you in our spirit, that prayer becomes an answered prayer. And the Holy Spirit, the, the scepter of the King of Kings of the Father, the symbol of his power, when he prays with us, that prayer must be an answered prayer of agreement. Encourage everyone that can pray in tongues and even those that cannot that are seeking and praying for that gift of tongues, to start moving your tongues in faith and call on his name, believing that he shall grant you that gift to join with him in spirit and make your prayer in the spirit. Please feel free to unmute and make our prayer now together as our prayer of agreement. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Rasta <laughs> 
Shonda papa papia sarekada dilia sarekada the name of Jesus, we believe, Father, we release our faith, we expect our miracle. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the grace that you pour into our lives. For when we are weak, we can now say we are strong in the strength of the Lord. Thank you, Father. The scripture I've been given today is Ephesians 2, 4 to 7. But God, who is rich in mercy out of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and made us sit with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
Father, we thank you that you reveal to us your mysteries through your word. That as we study your word more and more, you join the dots for us to paint a picture of the next dimension of understanding who you are and what we understand about you and your systems and believe in it, that will work for us through faith. Fill our hearts, Lord, with that hunger to spend more time with you, with your word, so that as we read the word, we spend more time with Jesus. And as the Holy Spirit grants us that revelation, we spend more time with him. The more we know him, the more we know you. For he is a representation of your image, your likeness. Thank you, Father. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that chases us and overtakes us. We experience that favor from God and from men when the Father sets his eyes on us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, it does in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. <clears throat> be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless you and everybody. Thank you, Jesus.